When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cohen II, and with me as always is... Sesame and Carta. How's it going there, um, Sesame and Carta? Uh, you know, um, it's <clears throat> going. I'm thinking of changing my name to Whole Wheat Wikipedia. That's, that's fine. Okay. It's not as good as Sesame and Carta, but no, it's alright. Just, just, just wondering if you'd be okay with that. <clears throat> I mean, why wouldn't I be? I'm not. I mean, I'm not the decider of you know who changes their name or whatever. I think I'll just stick with Mike, though. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. just do that. It's easier. I've had it for all Mike's these years. A good name. Yeah, you know, Mike's a good name. It's short and it's good. Sounds good. And I mean, the thing is, is I was named after my dad. So if I changed my name, he'd probably have to change his name too. And that would never well, be a good thing. Why would he change his name? Wait, what? I don't know. It's, I think it's some, some, uh, you know, transitive properties here that I just, Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> kind of like how, okay. Like a sort of corporation type thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if like Coke changed its name to happy fizzy drink, then Diet Coke would have to change its name to Diet Happy Fizzy Drink. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of a, that's like a long word, too. That's like a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Like diet Happy Fizzy Drink. Yes. <clears throat> I wonder if there is, like, you know, like, sometimes, like, uh, bad translations. Like, I wonder if someone, like, has a thing called Happy Fizzy Drink somewhere. They do call them fizzy drinks, I think, in, like, Australia or New Zealand or somewhere. So that might actually work. If, if and, any of um, our listeners are out there listening, let us know what you call um, what we call soda or pop over here in the States, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you should look that up. I wonder if there is a company called Happy Fizzy Drink. It actually sounds like that could be a real thing. Yes, it should somewhere be. Somewhere in the world. Um, we'll get back to that after <laughs> break, maybe. Yeah. But uh, for now, um, how are you doing there, Sesame? Um, we can skip that question. (laughs) (laughs) It's going. It's going. That's good. Is it well? No, but it's going. So medium rare. um, The the world is spinning. Yeah. Um, and I'm inside the world. So that's, uh, the world keeps on spinning. Yeah. And like sands through the hourglass, these are the days of our lives. 
uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take your word for that because I never really watched that show that much. But um, me either. But that's how it opens it, up. It does um, sound familiar. <laughs> yeah. I did. I did have a little uh, obsession with it for like a year, and then I stopped watching it. Um, okay. Yeah, like twenty years ago. Um, okay. But anyways, today on the show, we are covering another unsold television pilot. This time chosen by Matt, aka Sesame, entitled Area Fifty Seven. It was a rejected pilot um, from the NBC network during the 2007-2008 season. And it uh, centers on an Area 51-esque military base and the alien that it houses. And the pilot was not picked up. Here's what the press release said about the show. Taking on the challenge of a classified mission is a top, in, in a top-secret location is hard enough. Throw in a dysfunctional crew that despises you and an alien that makes fun of you, and you've got one bizarre challenge on your hands. So what if Colonel Stephen Isaac's new career move turns out to be more of a punishment than a promotion? He's ready for it. Foul ex extraterrestrial body emissions no problem random objects falling from the sky he's got it covered dirty looks and dirtier rumors no worries the laughs are all in a day's work in this unique comedy uh that's a very generous um description of the show in my opinion yeah that was from the nbc press release for it uh yeah that's very generous um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the video I saw says 2003, though, so maybe they must have got it wrong. Um, hmm. It looked yeah. like 2007 to me. Okay. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because the video I saw says unsold pilot to this YouTube. Yeah. So, you know, of course, everything on, on YouTube is true. But, um, well, everything on the internet <laughs> is true. Yeah. Um, I once saw on the internet. That Shirley Temple was actually the leader of the KKK. So that's got to be true, really? right? Really? Did you see that? No, I'm just making that up. Oh, okay. but um, <laughs> I once saw, saw a website that claimed that <clears throat> um, Barack and Michelle Obama were like the, like clones of like some ancient Egyptian pharaohs or something like that. That's true. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, I forgot I forgot the exact theory, but it was it was a while back when I saw it. I was like, but that is true. That um, is that is very true. Oh, okay. Um, so who else? This actually kind of has an all star cast. It's, yeah, it's I mean, pilot. you've got you've got okay, you've got Bruce McGill, Jane Lynch, um, <clears throat> Kelly Yu. Um, you've also got, um. Matthew Lillard as Stephen Isaacs. Isaac, I'm sorry. Um, and you got Paul Rubens as the visitor alien type person. Yeah. AKA Pee Wee Herman. Oh, so, okay. That's he looked familiar. Yeah. I was wondering. Okay. 
yeah, that's what he's from. Um, anyways, um, so what happens in this here pilot, Matt? Um, <clears throat> Isaacs, uh, Stephen Isaacs, he, he thinks he's going somewhere else, but then he's being driven to this, this base and he's given like his, his briefing. Then the car just drives off and he's just kind of, you know, left there in the middle of, you know, this basically, you know, dirt road or what, whatever it is. And, you know, looking through his files and then that's when, um, Jane Lynch's character kind of just gives him like the rundown. You know of what's what goes on there, and says that they they used to test all their atomic bombs there, and says make sure make sure you're not outside when the wind blows south or something like that or or north. I don't remember, because um, you know it's safe. You know just just hang out where atomic bombs were dropped. You know, <clears throat> you know, pretty good safe zone. Uh, he goes in there, he, you know, he's very, you know, eager to, you know, prove his, you know, his worth or whatever. Uh, we find out that this, uh, he, well, he calls them an extraterrestrial. And then the, the, the main guy, I forgot his name. He doesn't like that word. Um, he, he refers to him as the visitor. Uh, that's his word for the, the extraterrestrial. Um, apparently this ET slash visitor also too, like, there's a lot of like weird like racial humor here where it's like or he might be from China somewhere or like our our Eskimo friend like like he just like changes the race of like the alien just kind of weird and racist in a way. Yeah, it's, it's kind like, of random but pretty much of that alien. time. Yeah, he's an alien, but they're also saying like our Eskimo friend, our Chinese guest. And at one point, um Steve and I just says, oh, our Mexican friend, <laughs> like, said, like, like, like said yeah. that one time he said something, like, he's not allowed to say it, you know, <laughs> you know? Um, basically, this alien, like, he kind of just fucks with people, like, he's got the ability to, like, um, convince them of certain things, or brainwash them, or whatever, like, and whenever anyone spends, like, too much time with them to try to, like, you know, get information out of them, like, what, you know, what he's doing here, like, what's, you know, what's his plan, you know, does he have some kind of agenda he basically you know makes the person go like mentally ill and then they gotta send in you know a new person yeah and uh that's even isaacs he's a new person so um and we don't really know much about what happened because we only got one episode but basically the guys messes with him doesn't give him any information um he lies to him a few times he uh misinterprets a few things he said in order to make him look like he's been saying like sexually inappropriate things you know um you know so stuff like that i I don't remember all the details but that kind of thing going on because you have the stereotypical quote hot you know hot lady you know in the who works there type of thing you know and so like you know he called her hot, and so, like, you know, the alien's gonna use that against them. You know, that whole thing. You know, it's like, oh, you get it? It's funny. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, the the visitor is basically kind of just a jerk. <laughs> and uh, messing with uh, the general's head. So, yeah, Matthew Lillard's 
character Stevens head, you know, basically, you know, making him think that they're friends for a second. So then he can let down his guard and say stuff like he thinks that Kelly, whose character is hot and then use that against him. And then says that he got a, a generous endowment. So then mm-hmm. he's trying to imply that he was talking about. So then Jane Lynch's character comes in and thinks he's talking about yeah. his penis. Yeah. Which is not what he meant at all. Mm-hmm. He's talking about studying, getting money to study further his studies, you know, whatever. I forgot to and, ask you before we started this though. What did you think of this pilot? Uh, I didn't really like it that much. No, I thought it would, it had potential, but I think it kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's um, something I really wouldn't watch. No. Even, even back then, probably wouldn't watch it. I mean, it, it it was kind of ahead of its time in certain ways, but also behind the times in other ways. Yeah. Oh, wait. Plus here's here's it. why this is... Okay. So, mm-hmm. earlier on, face, on, on Wikipedia, I was looking at things, and they had... It messed up where they had Kelly Hughes' character. It might be fixed by the time people listen to this or whatever, but they had Kelly Hughes' character listed as being played by Kelvin Yu, a completely different Asian actor who is also in the thing as Private Sims. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. the the kind of like brown-nosing guy that was in there, that's, that's Kelvin. Oh, okay. Kelly's the attractive person in the show. Not, oh, not that gotcha. Kelvin isn't attractive, he might be, but you know what I'm just saying. So it's just, yeah, yeah but they, they somehow had it messed up where Wikipedia has it screwed up that they're linking them as the same actor. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. Hmm. Well, see, since it's, we're dealing with like space <laughs> and the secrets of the universe, maybe they are the same person, but from like multiverse and then one yeah. was pulled from the other. And, but they both live in the same world now, but they don't know that they're the same person. Or it's so an like, extreme case of racism where they don't even notice the sex of the actor. Yeah, well, that could be it, too. Yeah. You know? um, <laughs> I mean, you know, they, you know, they think the alien might be Chinese for some reason. You yeah. Know, doesn't look remotely Asian, so I don't know. <laughs> well, then that's weird. That'd be like double racism, because either at the same time they can't tell Asians apart and at the same time they don't know what they don't know what an Asian person looks like. So it's like a double entendre, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like, what, what the heck? Oh, by the way, so at one point, um, like the, this alien, apparently what, what he likes the what it or he likes to eat is caviar and vo- straight vodka yeah. by itself. And then he farts real bad. And they close all the doors, so then Steven has to be the only person who smells the fart, and then he, like, almost, like, throws up because of it. That's top-notch humor right there, my friend. Oh, yeah, you know, fart humor is totally... Mm -hmm. At one point, as of right now, I'm watching it with the sound turned off, he sees a spaceship, and he touches it, and then he gets, like, this huge electric shock because of it. Um, Yeah, it's it's a spaceship that they have yet to... They find out later that they have yet to even be able to enter because they haven't found the door to it. Yeah, which is weird because it's not that big of a space, you know, spaceship. It is interesting, point... too, though, because the spaceship kind of reminds me of the spaceship from uh, Flight of the Navigator, which also features Paul Rubens as a as an alien. So, yeah. Maybe that was like a the voice of an alien. alien. Yeah, so. <clears throat> That could have been like a meta thing that they were going for back then or whatever. Yeah. 
uh, <clears throat> so yeah, he gets shocked by the spaceship. They, you know, that they can't find Doron, and then he jokes the the main general jokes like, "Oh, we should probably put a you know a sign up there saying it not to touch it," and it's like, "Like, yeah, we should." And it's like that's supposed to be like another funny thing, like, "Oh, you get it? You know, they've been here for like forty years, and you know they still haven't put a sign up. <laughs> get it? Get it? You know, it's it's like a shoestring operation. Get it's, it? Get it? Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing here. Get it? I mean." The premise of the show isn't bad. It's just the humor is really bad. It's, it's like, stupid. yeah, um, it's well shot. It's, it's very funny. visually yeah. cool looking, but it's like, yeah. Like there's too much going on that they're trying to throw in the first episode. You know, like, like they, this should have been drawn out by like three episodes or so. Yeah. Especially too, how short the episode is only like 20 minutes long. Yeah. And, uh, which, you know, is weird because most shows go at least like 22 minutes or what? Twenty. Yeah, it's usually around 21, 22. But, yeah, um, so this is yeah. really 30 seconds or a minute shorter than usual. And, um, it could be because they didn't have any opening credits or anything. So that might, yeah, that, that might have headed it out. Um, and he's like sitting there playing chess all the time by himself, the alien. Yeah. And uh, it's like, I guess that's supposed to symbolize that and, he's like, playing chess you know in his mind or whatever like and it's weird for nothing. a show with kate with with, I mean, with jane lynch and and kelly who and bruce mcgill and matthew lillard and paul rubens for it to like totally just kind of suck <laughs> <clears throat> yeah well they just don't play well together i don't know or maybe the writing <laughs> was um because like matthew lillard's really he's really good like even like improv because like when he was um <laughs> He did that thing, and he's all that. Like that was really funny. Yeah. Like he was only there for like what a couple hours when he filmed all that or something. Like he was there for like twenty minutes. Yeah. So he, <laughs> yeah, wow. So he just he just did all that. And, like his mm-hmm. sarcasm was on point. I mean, it was really good. You know, really great. He was there for the length of the episode of the show. And, yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah, the um... he did all the lines just like that. I mean, they were really they were delivered very well too. It wasn't it wasn't like a like just like a phoning it in i mean or he may have been phoning it in but if if he's, that if that is matthew lillard phoning it in then he's wow, an underrated like, actor he's really good yeah. <laughs> i'm in a i'm in a movie with him i may have brought this yeah. up in a previous episode but yeah i'm in the movie home run showdown with him yeah you have brought this up in several episodes actually huh. you're kind of bragging about it but, but, yes. but yes i am but, uh, and um you know what that means i'm better than everybody in the world and yeah. um Everybody must bow down to me when they see me. <clears throat> so I, I'm, I'm bowing down right now, but you can't see because you know that I don't have. Video well, I think you, that. I think you should get on the video of the Zoom call just so I can see <clears throat> you bowing down no, to me. No, that's all right. And you need to have a fake um, pair of my feet there so you can kiss them. Ugh, no. <laughs> um, so he goes in there and tells the alien that nobody likes him. Yeah, and and then the guy pretends to cry. And then so Matthew Lewis, so Stephen feels sorry for him, as though like he's gonna fall for that trick. Like, really, <clears throat> it's like, dude, they just—they literally just told you that this guy's been giving you nothing for forty straight years, and you think by t- telling him that nobody likes him, that's gonna like finally break him down. Really, come on. Um, and then he gives him like this, like diamond or not a diamond, like a crystallized. 
rock or something. Yeah, it's, it's from like, his from his home planet or whatever. And I was worried. I thought this was like gonna be like his poop because like they. Oh my god! I thought the same thing. That's funny. Well, it's because they already had the humor before, like the farting and stuff. Yeah, so that's was, that's where I thought they were going with it. That it was gonna like be revealed to be a piece of shit. Like he he gave him his poop, uh, you know, type of thing. And um, no, it just turns out to be some kind of toxic whatever because um, they like put it in some you know container or whatever and then like his hands all like blackened after it or whatever and then uh and then what else happens he gets he like comes back he's all like dressed like in his regular street clothes or something i don't remember and then yeah and the 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 um the general <laughs> is uh is bruce mcgill's character is golfing and the alien is out playing basketball or something and somehow was able to drop a Jeep on the golf clubs of the general. Yep. Yep. Like so you he's, do. Uh, he's dangerous. <clears throat> so he must have pulled this trick before with the crystallized rock. They know yeah, because they knew what it was. Yeah. <clears throat> so I wonder who he played that. Uh, why don't they just kill him? I mean, at this point, you know, it's been like 40 years, like, and, um, obviously he can die because apparently he did die, but spilling coffee on him somehow made him alive. Yeah, I, I mean, th- then, there's uh, something to be said for diplomacy, but eventually if your person you're trying to be diplomatic with is a complete asshole. Right. Like this alien or, <clears throat> or a uh, Putin, you should just kill the asshole. Um, <laughs> Or maybe he can't be killed. I'm talking about the alien. I'm talking oh, about the okay. alien. Or maybe that's why. Maybe he pretended to die to get everyone to leave so then he could just finally just leave the compound and just do whatever he wanted. You know, go back home, you know, on spaceship or whatever, you know. Because maybe they imprisoned him. It, it kind of does actually look like that. So think about it. It kind of has the right to mess with them because technically – He's like their prisoner. I mean, like, yeah, they give mm-hmm. him his caviar and vodka and shit, but like, technically, Russian vodka. You know, I'm trying. Well, it could have been Russian. This was 2007, so I don't know. Probably. <laughs> um, man, you can make vodka pretty much on your own. Right? I know. I'm um, just joking. Um, <laughs> actually, I think it's legal to. I actually looked this up a while back. I think it's actually legal to make your own vodka. Like in bulk, but it has it has to only be like a certain amount of pounds or something like that huh. for personal use. Um, uh, but there's Interesting. Certain, there's certain there's certain regulations I think like of how potent it can be. I don't know. It's been a while since I looked it up because a few years ago I was looking for a hobby and I just thought I don't know would be cool to make vodka. <laughs> you should you, you, you should have dove headfirst into that. Um, not the yeah. vodka itself, but to the the. Uh... Oh. Well, yeah. M- making of vodka and maybe yeah. you know today everybody would be buying sesame and carta vodka and you know oh i like that sesame and then and then it has a little thing on the cap that says open sesame yes oh, man yeah that would have been great oh, i wow. think you should go with this matt um anyways yeah, wanna, do you want to take a quick break and we'll make we'll find uh you know we'll listen to our sponsors maybe one of them's a vodka company i don't know yeah, yeah sure okay We'll be right back. No Outlet Live. Hey, I'm Jay Remy, host of No Outlet Live. 
If you're into podcasts that explore any and everything, check us out. We stream anywhere you listen or watch podcasts, or just type No Outlet Live one word in your Google search bar to find the show. Live Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook. No Outlet Live, your road to boredom ends here. Do you like Tessa? Do you think this will be a date that can last? Well, uh, she's not very articulate. And we are back. And so there is nothing called happy fizzy drinks. So I think that should be the new thing. Along with your vodka, Mm -hmm. you should also make Sesame and Carta happy fizzy drinks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For all the kitties. Or, Or just anyone that likes, you know, fizzy drinks, you know. Um, why not specifically gear it towards kids and help them rot out their teeth? I don't know. I guess. Kids don't need teeth. No. (laughs) That's terrible. No, of course they do. Oh, Um, yeah, they do. Never mind. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, anyways, um, the, uh, this show only has one one review on um, the Internet Movie Database. Would you like me to read it? Yeah, sure. Okay. This is a 7 out of 10 um, written by Martin Haffer, our good friend. (laughs) (laughs) We've read several (laughs) reviews from (laughs) On these unsold pilots. I'm pretty sure he watches everything we watch. Yeah. But usually like two years before we do. Um, Right, yeah, and just writes the reviews. Yeah. (laughs) He should have started a podcast. Um, Yeah. If you're listening to this for any reason, Martin Martin Haffer, um, you're welcome to come on the show and give us your review. Yeah. Or write us and let us know. It's Mike at CullenPark.com. Um, <laughs> okay, so there was some potential here, he says. Area 57 is a pilot for a rejected television series. It can be found on YouTube. It stars Matthew Lillard as Colonel Isaac, a man who has been selected for a very special mission. It seems that an alien was captured 40 years ago, and he's in Air Force custody. And Isaac is going to be working with his alien Paul Rubens um, the problem is that the more time Isaac spends with it the more he comes to realize that the alien is a really annoying jerk in some ways this show is similar to Elf but without a puppet and with the alien being more even more annoying it might have been fun to see where this could have gone had the series been approved interesting and never dull this is worth a look. So that's a 7 out of 10. He kind of liked it. Yeah. Yeah. More than we did. <laughs> it was very of its time, though. It's my yeah. thoughts on it. What, uh, what other thoughts do you have here on this, Matt? Anything? You know, like, not really. I mean, um... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
It is what it is. Huh? I said it is what it is. It's it's just like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. I I wouldn't have watched it uh, in 2007 or 2003, whatever. Yeah, it was um, <clears throat> I'm thinking probably 2007 seems the mm-hmm. more accurate year, <clears throat> just by the style of it. Yeah, um, this seems also right around the time where people were discovering Jane Lynch. Yeah, she was in a few things, you know, before yeah. that, obviously. But, um, you know, she was in a 40-year-old virgin. She was in The Mighty Wind. Um, yeah. You know, those were all, you know, 2003, 2005. Yeah. And, of course, Glee came out in 2008. So Yeah, and then she know. was in The Rocker with... Yeah, that's right. With Rain Wilson, yes. Rain Wilson, uh, who, by the way, I just learned, is going to be playing Dr. Demento in Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Oh, okay. who's, who's Dr. Demento? Dr. Demento was a DJ <clears throat> who would play, like, funny-type songs and stuff like that throughout the country. He had, like, a syndicated show. Oh, okay. And he was basically Weird Al Yankovic's idol and basically <clears throat> discovered him. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And Weird Al is, of course, being played by Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe. That's hilarious that he's playing. Yes. <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. It is. Um, yeah. <clears throat> D-Dot, yeah. So, I don't know yeah. why I just said D-Dot. But, um, yes. But I actually can't wait for this movie to come out. Um, so. Yeah, I know. Anyways. Any other final thoughts on anything in the world, Matt? Uh, I got a lot of thoughts, but um, I don't know if they're safe to say uh, on air. But uh, <laughs> yes. um, I think um, besides just doing a generic, oh, war is bad, man, peace, man, um, I think invading countries is terrible. No matter who does it, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying oh, one country does it, it's fine. The other country is bad. No, 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 I'm very consistent about that. What if um, it's a single human being? What do you mean? Like if I just decided to invade Canada myself? I mean, you probably wouldn't win because it's just one person. But um, you but, wouldn't uh, stand behind me as my friend. No, I don't know if you invaded or tried to invade a sovereign country but um but i would just say um try to if, if you are interested in this which you know a lot of people are because frankly i hate to say it but it's true yeah i think a lot of it's just because ukrainians european country they all look white so i'm just putting that out there that does seem to be yeah it's, uh, it's it seems like yeah. more people are concerned about this than they were about like you know bosnia yeah, and <laughs> Right, yeah, Yemen, for example, with Saudi Arabia yeah. is doing it in Yemen. So, and again, I'm just saying that's it's a you know it's a fact. I'm not I'm not going to say any more than that. It's just a fact. Yeah. you can you can do what you want with that fact, but it's still a fact, you know. But anyway, but it, but but the fact that that is a fact doesn't then take away from the fact that Ukrainians, you know, are going through you know a terrible hell, you know, yeah. ordeal. Yeah. So like, like. Multiple things can be true at the same time. I know a lot of people struggle with that because mm-hmm. 
they've been taught to think in very binary terms about pretty much everything, not just not just international affairs, but just life in general. But try my advice just be try to try to go past that barrier of thinking that only one thing can be true. Like just, just like you know, it is actually possible in this country for regular medicine to be inexpensive or free as well as the COVID-19 vaccine, not one or the other, but for some reason, I'm sorry. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> right. So like, yeah. yeah. So like my thing would just, you know, pray for Ukraine. If you're religious minded, um, try to donate. If you can, you know, donate some money to the various different causes for like aid, for example, um, <laughs> you know, um, try not to get wrapped up in propaganda regardless of what side you're on yes i'm definitely i'm definitely on the ukrainian side for obvious reasons because I, I know for a fact that vladimir putin is a right-wing authoritarian leader and unfortunately there are a lot of people who claim to be on the left wing but are just obvious stupid morons who just just buy whatever russian propaganda they see and automatically that makes them left wing i'm like no it just means you just you're left wing, but yet you follow propaganda of yeah. a government that's even more right wing than the American government is, which makes you a complete moron. But okay, because um, like you know the the Russian state media is saying that um, all the Ukrainians are Nazis, and so Putin is just taking out Nazis. Well, wait, but Ukraine's president's Jewish. So what? What? And then um, oh, it's like oh well, it's still Nazi, but it's led by a, a Jewish guy who, you know, supports the Nazis. Well, wait a minute. If Nazis, by the definition, hate Jews and they want to kill Jews, so why would they elect a person that they want to kill that haven't killed yet? Like, I just does, does not compute. Well, well, this is the same um, same world where I saw a video the other day where some guy was trying to say that Joe Biden is not president. But yet, still at the same time, blame tried to blame him for gas prices. Right? Yeah, exactly. So it's that that sort of cognitive dissonance. So, yeah. So I would just push back against the propaganda, and that, that even includes Ukrainian propaganda, because, like, for example, like, you know, like, um, like I, I I saw somewhere where like, like someone was claiming that like Ukrainian have already killed 9,000 Russian troops or something. Like, no, that's no way it's possible. Like, you know, like, um, you know, so like, and then, and then Russia will say like, oh, well, they've only killed like 20 of us. So it's like, okay, obviously. Somewhere in the middle there. Um, well, not even that, yeah, but know. just obviously it's, 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 it's not, um, it's obvious sometimes, you know, propaganda, but like, but no, like definitely what's going on is, is an invasion that's unprovoked. Um, Ukraine has done nothing against Russia whatsoever. Um, you know, they're not, not as Putin says, quote, denazifying Ukraine, which I've already said is, is nonsense because not only is it nonsense because it's not true, but it's nonsense because Vladimir Putin for the past 15, maybe 20 years, has been funding and supporting far right and sometimes explicit Nazi groups throughout Europe. So by that own logic, he would need to invade the countries where he supports Nazis as well as Ukraine, which makes no sense at all. Also, there are Nazis in Russia. So that means Putin's got to turn around and invade his own country to quote denazify it. Like how does that make any 
logical sense at all. It doesn't. So, um, so, it's, yeah, it, so it, um, somebody needs to like, you know, maybe the people that did Mr. Clean or something, they need to get working on a denazifier. Um, like, yeah, like something you just spray in the air fire. and it, uh, and yeah, it, like part of the reason is that there's like a kernel of truth to all propaganda. Right. So, so yes, there are Nazis in Ukraine, just as there are Nazis in every country. And there are Nazis that are in the military, just as there's Nazis in every, there's Nazis in the American military. I mean, as, and, as long as it's not the people and, behind bleach, because that's really too white in the end. Um, well, yeah. Um, yeah. So whatever I was saying, don't, don't believe the propaganda, especially the Russian propaganda, because in this case, that's, that's the, that's the invading party. So that's, that's the propaganda that you need to look out the most for. That doesn't mean, give every other propaganda a pass, but this is clearly Russia or, or Vladimir Putin is clearly the aggressor in this particular situation going on in the world right now. There's no other way to say it. People can try to church it up all they want. This is the actual facts on the ground. You might like that fact because you like Russia, whatever, but that still doesn't change the reality. That's all I got to say about that. So, Okay. Yep. And so, like, if, if an actual alien ever lands on our planet, there's going to be issues. I can just tell from the fact of wars we have here between humans. So, um, yeah, for certain. Yeah. So, anyways, um, where can uh, people find you on the internet? Uh, nowhere really. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just my, uh, I don't know. Just, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have any pages. What's that? Yeah, so um, they can find us, though, um, yeah. on on the Facebooks, on the Twitters, mm-hmm. on the TikToks, on the Instagrams, um, or just go to all2real2.com and you can find all the links to all those things. Yep. And... Um, Please check out our Patreon. You can give us a little scratch and help us out here. Also, um, if you uh, you know want a nice, cool, all too real two T-shirt, go to our T Public. All that'll be linked in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know what you thought of this episode too. Um, send me a message at mike at cullenpark um, You know, help out people where you can in the world. Be safe. You know. Wear a mask if you have to still. Um, Wear a condom. And until next time, from your good friends, Mike and Sesame, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.